All right. Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to the Monday, November 8th edition of the MMA OB Daily Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Adam Martin, and I'm joined by Big Marcel, my co-host on Monday and Tuesdays here, as well as my former co-host, Mr. Cole Shelton, the guy who used to be my co-host on, uh, I think we did it, what, Tuesday and Wednesday, Cole? I can't remember when we used to do it, but glad you guys are here, man. Glad we got the whole team here today. Can't wait to talk about UFC 268. I thought it was probably the best card of the year, so I had to get Cole to come on too and talk about the fights. So, but so before we get into it, how's everyone doing? Start with you, Marcel. What's going on with you, man? How's everything? Yeah, everything is fine, man. Uh, how are you guys doing? By the way, Cole Shelton, what's up, dude? Glad to see you in here. Yeah, yeah. how are you, Cole? How's it going, man? Everything's good, man. I'm glad you're here, Cole. We haven't had you on in a while, so I thought the card was like really good, and I wanted to get your thoughts on some of the fights because there was like some pretty crazy fights and a lot of stuff that happened. And we got some, you got CM Hawks in the chat already, and we got Tristan here. Hey guys, glad you guys are here. We have a good show today. Looking forward to talking about this card with you guys. Um, yeah, I mean, first off, like, do you what do you guys think? You think it was the best card of the year? We'll start with you, Marcel. Overall, do you think it was the best card of the year? Yeah, recency bias aside, I think it was. You know, I really liked it. Um, I think for, uh, the first three fights were okay. It was kind of a slow start, and after that, Barnett uh, uh, spinning wheel, uh, that wheel yeah. kick, kick TKO. It went crazy, you know. There wasn't a, a bad fight after that, in my opinion. So, uh, yeah, it was really good. You know, I was awake till 7, 10 a.m., I think. I really enjoyed it from, uh, from start to finish. Yeah, that's a, lot, that's a late night for you, eh? Like, over there. <laughs> um, what were you called? You liked it as well? I mean, obviously. Like, do you, you think it was best card of the year? I, I'd say it's up there. I mean, I have to look back at them, but I think it's up there. What yeah, just off memory, probably this one, 261 would be up there. Yep. The one, the first one that came back, yeah. And, of course, Rose and, and Kamara were on both those cards. Let's just get into it, guys. We're going to have a lot to talk about today. So let's start with uh, main event, work our way down. So Kamara Usman defeats Colby Covington in the rematch. Uh, competitive fight, obviously. Judges had a 48-47, 48-47, 49-46 for Usman. A lot of different scorecards out there. I want to get what you guys had the score, guys, but I personally had it at 48-46 because I had the first three rounds for Usman, the second round 10-8, and then the last two rounds for, for Covington. So I thought Usman won the fight. Um, definitely a close fight, but I, I thought that you spent at least one three rounds. What did you guys think? How did you score, Cole? I had 48-47 Usman. I think you can make more of an argument Covington won than four rounds to one for Usman. I think you could go 3-4-5 for Colby pretty easily, but I don't know. I thought Colby won the uh, four and five. Round two, I was close to getting 10-8, but I'm like, eh, it was pretty competitive other than the knockdowns. Like, I don't have a problem if you have a 10-8. I personally did, but I thought it was 3-2 Usman. What do you think, uh, Marcel? How'd you score it? Yeah, also three two. I think uh, round two was very competitive. I saw the knockdowns as well, but still competitive, you know. And uh, I would go with the ten nine as well. There, a big ten nine probably. Yeah. Um, so I would be saying 48-47 for, uh, for Usman. Yeah, I think that's a fine score. Like for me, it's like you get two knockdowns. That's that's enough for me to sway to a ten eight round. I know that in MMA you don't necessarily have to give ten eight for a knockdown, but I do think when you get two of them, got the guy on roller skates and nearly knocked it. I think it was enough for, for me to score the 10-8, but the judges obviously didn't. Either way, Usman won. I think he deserved to win. I'm glad he won because he deserved the decision. Um, what's next now? Like I, I would assume that it's Leon Edwards. Is, is that who you guys are thinking? If Leon beats uh, Corey Maslow, is Cole, does that seem like the next guy? Yeah, I, yeah, you would hope it's Leon. I didn't think it's Leon or Luke. I don't think. Would be That's the thing. thing. There's still Luke out there in this cams at, so you think of the three, it's probably... Leon? Yeah, if he wins. If he loses, I think you go Luke, eh? Yeah. What about you, Marcel? 
Same as Cole said, if if Leon wins, you gotta give it to him, and if right. he doesn't win, you go with Luca. It's pretty pretty easy actually. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm looking at the comments, and you guys kind of agree. They they both thought that 267 and even 268 were both great cards. They really were. They really really were. We got Matt with a question here in the chat. Hey Matt, he says, how does Colby tag Usman more than Mazdorov? Usman continues to stand with guys. I could see him lose soonish. It's almost like he want he was like really proud, but to like stand trade. But I don't I don't know. Colby's such a great wrestler, right? Like he's hard to get down to the ground. Usman is so just the stylistically just turns into a fight where uh it's it's on the feet. Uh with Maswell, he's on his back, he's playing on his back the first fight. In the second fight, he's got clocked, obviously. Tristan thinks they should do Kamayev versus Luke Burns for number one contender after we gone. I like Hamza, he's great, you know, guys, but it's like these guys have been doing like Edwards and, and Luke have been on a win streak for like multiple years now. Like, you know what I mean, Marcel? Like to me, it's like those guys kind of deserve it more, like right now. I, I don't know. So I would, I think that those guys are a little bit above, but I know that Kamayev, obviously, Dana White loves the guy, so it wouldn't surprise me if he gets fast-tracked. What about Colby, though? What sucks for Colby, guys? Cole, what do you think, man? I think you do Masvidal win or lose. Even if yeah. he beats Edwards, it makes our sense. If you lose, I think you do it. What about you, Marcel? Same, same fight? That's the fight to make? Yeah. Yeah, I think so, too. Um, but I also think the Kamzat fight's interesting. You know, I just don't know if he's... If, why would Colby fight him? It doesn't make sense, but I think Maswell is a big fight. So I, I'm kind of with you, Cole. I think your suggestion makes sense. I saw your article, obviously, at DJ Penn today. Um, so, yeah, I think it was a, it was a good fight. Uh, first fight was great. Second fight was great. Anything else you guys want to talk about this or should we move on to the next next bunch of fights here? I think Colby got the takedown. Oh, we just got to talk about that. I thought so too, Cole. I'll be honest with you. And I saw about the counter said, the official stat counter. He's like, well, there was no control time. But I've seen lots of takedowns in the UFC where a guy just gets him down for like a brief – like. I'll give you an example. Misha Serkinov and Christoph Jocko, they gave Misha five takedowns in that third round. If you watch that fight, half those takedowns were like, they dump them and then get right back up. Like, you know, there's not, there's no control. So to me, it sure seems like it's, they're trying to keep his 100% takedown defense stat, like intact, uh, Cole. It sure looked like a takedown, Cole, didn't it? Yeah, I think it. it both his knees hit the ground. Like, you know. he's, he's no longer standing. So, what, what's happening? <laughs> What do you think, Marcel? You know, I guess you don't care, but do you think it was a takedown? It was obviously a takedown. Yeah. There you go. You got three people that watch a lot of them. They all thought it was a takedown. So I thought so too, but, you know, it is what it is. CM Hawk says, fun, fa fun fact, uh, Kamzat has seen out of ranked wins than Luke Edwards and more than Colby. Really? That's crazy. Well, I guess it's true, actually. Just because Colby had beaten, you know, Maya's gone and RDA. Um, it's a different division and everything. That makes sense. All right, let's go to the co-main event, guys. I want to get your thoughts on this fight. Rose Amanunas defeats Willie Zhang via split decision. Did we all pick Rose to win this fight? I picked her. I, did, I know you did, Cole. Marcel, you picked. Okay, so we all were on her. Again, you know, it's just one of those things, Mark, all week I kept messaging Cole. Cole, why is why is she plus money? Why is she the underdog? Like, it was a close fight, guys, but I, I just think it was wrong. It was really just morally wrong that this girl knocked out the other girl with a head kick and who's such an amazing fighter was the underdog. It was a close fight. Honestly, I did have a bet in, in Rose, and I was fully prepared to lose that bet because I thought it was that close where he could have went either way. was happy to cash it, Cole. I scored a 48-47 for Rose. Barely, though. Like, because the thing is, those first three rounds were so close. I just think Rose got this. I think it was the second one I scored to. Like, barely, you know? And at that point, it was it was almost like, if you, you guys got to for, just forget about the, the fourth and fifth rounds, right? Because they were obviously for Rose. You just look at the first three. It was basically like your typical split decision type of fight. It was basically a split decision because all three judges had different scorecards for those rounds. So if it was just a regular fight, it would have been a split decision and Rose would have won it. I think that's it was a close to first three rounds. But overall, I think Rose, I, I don't have a problem with their winning fight. What do you, you guys think? 
How'd you score, uh, Cole? What'd you have? Yeah, I had a three to two for Rose. And and what were you, Marcel? You had the same score, huh? Yeah, three, three two? two, two for two, four and five. Yeah, yeah, it's, I had the same as Marcel. So I mean, the second round was close. You know, if you had the first three for Whaley, I don't think it's a bad score by any means. I think it's a good score, and I think the forty eight forty seven is a good score for Rose. So I think either way, Mar- uh, guys, forty eight forty seven. The 49-46, I don't agree with. I think that's a little bit of a stretch. You know, it's like almost like that judge kind of stopped watching the round and just gave it to the champion. I'm not sure if you can really give Rose two of the first three rounds. I think that's a little bit of a stretch. But I definitely can give one of them to her, so I have no problem with that. Now, let's talk about what's next for these girls. Um, for Rose, I mean, all accounts of purse is it should be Carlos Sparza, right? I don't know, though, because now Dana White's saying he's got another option. He basically said, I don't know if, I'm sure you saw Cole, but he, in the post-fight, he was like, well, you know, we told her to keep fighting and take a fight, and she chose to, to sit in the sidelines, and now we got someone else. I'm guessing it's Barina Rodriguez, right, in versus Rose. Is that is that what you guys are thinking? That's the, they're going to do that fight instead? Is that what you're thinking, Cole? I mean, it should be Carla, but I think it's funny where he says you can't wait around when Colby fought one time. And, and what about Glover Teixeira waited 13 months to get his title yeah. shot? Uh, it, it only it only he always says that when it works for like what they're trying to promote and right now they don't want to do the rematch with carl because i think they think carl's just going to hold her down for five rounds or whatever and they'd rather see her fight another like a striker um in marina but i, I don't know i mean to me carlos should get that title shot after smashing yan like she did that that should have got title shot already marcel what do you think you think she's gonna get passed on again Dana White is a blooming idiot for disregarding <laughs> carla come on man i mean how obvious can it be a number one contender uh it, if you like her or not, you know, he was already pissed that she beat Yan Shunan, you know, another Chinese uh, uh, prospect for, for him uh, not winning, you know. They they are really afraid indeed that Carla will take down Rose and hold her there for five yeah. rounds and become new. That That's what they are afraid of, you know. Yeah. And it's, I mean, she deserved the title shot. What what, what else she, she has to do, you know. And take, like if take, you, it, yeah, and if you can't take, take as many take yeah. as many fights until she loses is that what they want if you can't solve the takedowns you don't deserve to be the champion either you know what i mean so to me like there's a good chance carla's the best fighter right now in this division there's a very good chance and we won't probably won't get to find that out and if they don't do the fight i would guess they do carla against Zhang. i guess although i think they need to do Zhang and yoana too that fight yeah. makes a lot of sense right it just makes sense Glenn says some biased commentary towards Rose. Rose escaped during the broadcast. That's what's going to happen in these broadcasts. I thought overall, I mean, it was a close fight again. Marcus you says know, he, he, uh, he wants to see Rose get the thing, the rematch, but doesn't think she will. What are you going to say, Marcel? Probably because the fights were that good last Saturday. I didn't really bother with the podcast, you know, with the, with the, with the broadcast. Yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't, normally, I guess. It, normally it, I do. <laughs> yeah, I, I was, I'm, I'm kind of with you, Marcel. I wasn't as like attentive to it just because, uh, you know, overall the fights were amazing. I was kind of like, I was really glued into them, but. I thought, you know, Rogan was pretty good with DC this time. I thought they were okay, better than, than normal. Um, anyways, uh, where was Zhang, though? Obviously, close fight. She lost. But this is the problem, right, Cole? We talked about it. She lost two times now to the champ. Now what? What do you do with her next? Maybe she goes to flyweight. She can... That's what I was thinking, yeah. Yeah. I mean, she said she didn't want to fight Yan Zhang And if you look at the rankings, like, do you do Mackenzie Dern? I don't know if the UFC does that. I don't think they would. Um. Uh... The next would be Nina Nunes, maybe Claudia Gadelia, maybe Tisha Torres. She already beat Michelle Watterson, maybe do Michelle Watterson. Like, you it, could do that fight. I think she'd be a lot bigger than her. Right? I don't really know who she fights next. I think 125 is probably the move to make at this point because it sure seems like she's going to be behind some other girls in this division. I know the UFC loves her. She's a great fighter, but she's probably behind like three or four other people. What do you think, Marcel? Do you think she just stay in this division and just kind of see how things go? Or do you think she should maybe switch to 125? 
It's difficult, man. I mean, uh, she I don't see her getting a third shot at the title anytime soon. Yeah. So maybe it's a good idea to switch to fly away. But on the other hand, she she will probably with one win there, she will fight Shashenko, you know, yep. after, uh, because they also need also need girls over there. But I don't see her winning against Shashenko, to be really honest, man. So uh, I, I don't know, you know, but um, we'll see. I, I would like a Whaley rematch against Joanna. I think that's a great fight. So uh, I mean, yeah. why not? You can you can do. Uh, they won't do it, but they can do Rose against Carla, and Whaley against Joanna, or Whaley against Ru Marina Rodriguez on the same card. You know, yeah, have a backup there. I mean, why they not? could, they could. I, I'm 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 with you guys. If she stays in this division, I'd like to see that rematch with Joanna. But you know, for everything we've heard about Joanna, she wants to eat her cake. I don't know if she wants to fight a non-title fight. That's the thing. But like. You, you know what? Joanna's in an even worse spot than than really is because not only did she lose to Rose twice, guys, you saw both the fights. She got knocked out and then she got dominated for five rounds. I think I, I'm pretty sure. I can't remember the second one is, or the um yeah, the second fight is, but I mean she lost twice to her, so she's in a bad spot. All right, let's go to the next fight here. Um crazy, crazy fights, man. This was another one, Marcel and Cole. Um, you know, this was a this was one of the harder fights to pick, I think, on the card. Um, and it 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 was it was competitive first to that first 10 minutes, but you know, Vera really started to turn on, I think, in the halfway through the second round. Once he got up off the ground, he really started to put, turn it around. And that third round looked like he was going to go to the decision and then just unloads a front kick on Frankie's face. And I know you guys have seen the photos now. You said it to me, Cole, the, 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 uh, the punch face or the kick face, I should say. I mean, the guy looked like he's about 150 years old in the picture. It was pretty crazy. Um, give your thoughts on this fight, guys. I thought it was an amazing knockout. I love front kicks. They're one of my favorite techniques in MMA. Ever since Anderson Silva did it against Fedor, I've always loved it, and this was another amazing front kick. So, give me your thoughts on the fights, guys. Start with you, Cole. I thought Frankie was looking good. I thought he was winning the fight until he wasn't. Like that's the thing with Marlon Vera. Like he, I saw today he was saying he wants to fight Marab. Marab just takes him down a will and holds him there. Yeah. Like his takedown defense is not very good. Like that's he won't go very far. Like even if he fought like a Dillashaw, Dillashaw would wrestle him. Like a Sterling would wrestle him. Like. I don't really know how far he goes in this division, especially like I know he knocked out Edgar, but he doesn't really have that one shot like knockout. Like I think that's more Edgar's chin is going. Like you look at Vera's like how he wins. It's normally he just like beats you down. Eventually you just kind of give out. Like he's not knocking you out, out cold. So like he yeah. doesn't even have that where maybe he gets up and he can land one big shot against one of these wrestlers. But it, it, I I picked Edgar. I'm not surprised Vera won. I thought the knockout was always there, but. The way Edgar fought the first two rounds is kind of how I thought he'd be able to do the whole fight. This is actually his first two knockouts in the UFC. I'm looking at his record, Cole. Like, all his other wins are by TKO. This is his first legitimate knockout. So, I mean, it does say something about the kick. I think it was a perfect kick, but also Frankie's chin. Um, Cole, or, uh, Marcel, give me your thoughts on the fight. Vera and also Frankie. You think Frankie maybe that could be the end of his, his bantamweight run, at least, I would say? What do you think? Man, that, that first of all, the picture from Frankie oh. with the kick on that kind of he looked like a guy from Deliverance. I don't know if you guys know the movie. I've seen the movie, yeah. 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 <laughs> um, I mean, yeah, what can you say, man? Frankie could be on a five fight losing uh skit right now, you know, because the Munoz fight he didn't win, in my opinion, and he got like knocked out in three of those five, I think. Um, and he did look well, pretty well in this fight, you know. And uh, I, I thought it was it was one one going into the third. Although I thought one judge had a two and zero oh for Frankie twenty eighteen. Um, yeah, I mean, but the thing is, Frankie didn't get knocked out like this that often 
like years ago, you know, this is a fight that Frankie would have won five years ago, for example, you know, the prime Frankie or the Frankie was still in, and and I don't want to say he's in bad shape, but not as old as, as how he is now, you know? So I don't know, man, I, I was, I hate to say it, you know, because I don't think uh, anybody should talk for a fighter, but I kind of agree with Derek Brunson, man, that Frankie has nothing left to prove, you know, dude was a champion at lightweight, was a top contender at featherweight, was a top contender at bantamweight, you know, in my opinion as well. So he should be in the UFC Hall of Fame, and I actually hope oh. he calls it a day, man, because I don't want to see him get knocked out like this. And I think Marlon Vera is a great fighter, but Frankie Edgar and his prime would never lose to Marlon Vera. You know what I mean? So yeah. that's just my opinion. Yeah, Matt say Edgar looked as good as going to look and still took more brain trauma. Yeah, it's true. That's a good point. He did. I thought he looked good in the fight. Like he was fighting a smart fight. One of the judges had a 2018. I don't agree with that. I thought it was 1-1, but, you know, it was a close fight. The third round was obviously close to you, and Tristan cashed out on the third-round hedge when uh, Vera by Tico in the third. Yeah, it's a good pick. We was talking about Yuan and Vittori Salary. See, the Vittori Salary, I don't think that's the right number because they don't release those salaries yeah. anymore, Glenn. So there's some website out there that uses fake salaries, I want to almost say. It's almost <laughs> it's basically – Cole, it's basically fake news. I mean, Cole sends me the link, or Marcel does sometimes. We're like, look at this BS article with this – it's not, it's, I don't think that's accurate, uh, Glenn, but you know, Vittori's a great fighter, so he deserves to get paid something, but so does Joanna. All right, let's go to the next fight. Shane Burgos defeats Billy Quarantil. I mean, I, I, this was the one underdog I picked on the main card, got it wrong, but it was a close fight. Uh, super close, closer than a lot of people thought. I don't think a lot of people knew how good Billy is, and I think he proved in this fight he is like a borderline top 15 guy, but he did lose the decision. Burgos won. I'm just worried about Burgos still, Cole, after this fight. You know, he took so much damage again, and I, like this guy is a lot of fun to watch, but I just feel like his fighting style just does not really like lay itself to like a long career in the sport. So I'm going to be looking to fade him again in his next fight. I'll be telling you guys right right now. I don't know who's going to fight, but if he fights someone with power, I'd be looking to fade Burgos because um, he's getting boxed up good in this fight, man. And just luckily he had those low kicks, those calf kicks that really did damage score until him basically won the fight. What are your thoughts? Give me your thoughts, Cole. It was a great fight. It could have been fighting the night. It was amazing. What do you think, Cole? Yeah, it was hard to love after the fight before. Like, it's like i have some of my friends over here and it's just like this yeah. is such a good fight that we'd be way more into if you know, gagey chandler just didn't happen like five yeah. minutes ago but burrows look good like the first round he's a bit slow um i thought quarantillo kind of slowed down more than yeah. i thought which was expect which is kind of surprising because he's kind of yeah. known for his cardio and kind of breaking people but i honestly don't really know where bergson goes for you like i wouldn't be surprised if he's fighting another unranked guy and like I don't really know how far he can go in the division. And especially, like, he just takes so much damage. And, like, I don't know how his chin's going to fare when, like, a big power puncher fights him next. I want to see what, is, what the uh, the striking defense is. Because coming into this fight, he's eating more than, I think, six uh, six strikes a minute. Now he's – it went off cool. He's, he's eating 6.69 a minute. That, and that's through, like, 10 UFC fights. He also dishes out 7.95. So, again – the, the volume's there, but he gets hit back so much. And then Billy, his stats aren't very good. <laughs> hey, Cole, 7.74 he's landing, which is crazy. But he's also getting hit 5.8 strikes per minute. So both these guys are warriors. I love watching them fight. But, again, it doesn't lead to a long career in the sport. It really doesn't. Matt says Burger's a nice top 15 gatekeeper. Yeah, I agree. You know, I think that maybe someone like like Tapuri or something like that or, or Evlov, maybe someone, maybe the winner of that fight could get him. Burgos and Murphy, they uh, – yeah, I guess they could do that fight. I mean, Murphy had, a, had, had that big knockout. They could. All right, let's go to the next fight here. Um, can't wait to talk about this one with you guys. I mean, this fight, 
You don't. You're not gonna ask me, dude. What's up? Oh, I'm sorry, Marcel. I apologize, man. I thought I thought I asked you. I apologize. So should I should I go away? You know? No, I, no, I don't want you to go away. Give me your thoughts <laughs> on the fight first, and then we'll talk. I about mean, that. good fight. You know, I was kind of. I, I don't get the thing with fans like, oh, I'm so cheering for this fight, and now I'm too down to cheer for this fight. <laughs> you know, I, I don't get that. Um, it was a great fight. You know, I think uh, Burgos went two and three. First round was Billy Hughes, but Billy Hughes also got knocked down, I think, 15 seconds before the end of the first round. I didn't call that really run the percent, so I don't know for sure, but I think he did. It wasn't a so, knockdown. It was um, like a leg sweep kind of thing. They didn't count as a knockdown. Okay, okay yeah, I, I wasn't. So. That's why I say I wasn't sure. I wasn't I, sure I either. I was watching, and I heard the commentator say, knockdown. I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. I did have a bet on Billy Q, but obviously he lost the fight. I'm fine with that, but yeah. So, uh, I give Billy Q the first round. I think it was a good fight. Um, I mean, Shane... How do you say that defended the spot in the rankings? Yeah. You know? So, yeah. Um, yeah. What else? I, I would I would like to see him fight Sodic Yusuf, but that'd be a I good fight too. To. That'd be a fun fight. You know what's crazy? He defended. It says he defended fourteen takedowns. I don't remember that many attempts from Billy Quarantillo in the fight. I got to be honest with you guys. I just remember being just standing and trading. All right, let's go to the next fight, guys. And, and Matt says the crowd wasn't great. They were they were good at times, like during the Barnett fight or during the the Gaethje fight, which we'll talk about now. But overall, kind of like a downtrodden crowd. Now let's talk about Gaethje and Chandler, guys. I mean, for my money, and I, I've said this for years, you can actually, if you go on Twitter and type in my name and type in Gaethje, I've been tweeting about this guy as a champion, as like my favorite fighter for like seven years now, since 2014 when I saw him in WSOF. I fucking love this guy, and I still stand by it. He's the most exciting fighter in the sport. You know what I mean? I fucking love the guy. He's awesome. And personally, guys, like I, I think that this fight was maybe, you know, could have been fight of the year, maybe, like, it's up there, you know. Give me your thoughts, guys. I, I, I think the score is good, 229-28. Personally, that, that's what I had. Chandler, Gaethje, Gaethje. Um, but, yeah, amazing fight. Give me your give me your thoughts, guys. Go ahead, uh, Cole. You can start, man. I mean, I was someone that thought Gaethje was going to knock out Chandler. I didn't think Chandler's chin would be able to hold up. And then the first round, I'm like, geez, maybe Chandler's going to knock out Gaethje. Gaethje did not look very good in the first round. I thought, like, he was getting hit so much and, like, I don't know. It just, and then when he went to the corner, like someone just clicked, and that uppercut was kind of always landing, and then he finally dropped him. The third round, like, I'm surprised Chandler even got through that. Like, I thought he was done. I saw some people like mad that he was like doing all those like kicks and just kind of like putting his hands up in the air, saying like, but like, I thought that was a good fight. They just added to it. Like, to me, it's maybe, maybe recent bias, but I think that's probably right near the top of the best fights ever. Like, especially for a three-round fight, like, those two didn't really take a step back. No. I just, I'm just, i just still shocked it went the distance. Yeah, I can't believe what the distance. You know, I'll say this. Like, I think because it was three rounds and not five, they just decided to let it all go loose for the three rounds, you know? If it was a five-round fight, they might have been more, like, conserving their energy for the – like, maybe not Gaethje, but I think Chandler might have. Man, this fight was good. Come on, Marcel, talk about this fight because for what like, – it was just amazing. Give me your thoughts, Marcel. Yeah, it was a good fight, man. I mean, uh, was from start to finish was action. Both guys tried to uh, to take each other's head off. So yeah, I mean, uh, what else can you ask for? It was pretty much as uh, as we all expected, you know. I think I kind of I kind of uh, be honest. I think uh, uh, I I expected Gaethje to knock out Chandler at a certain moment. I also think I picked him first round KO. But yeah, Chandler's chin hold up very well, you know, and uh, it went to a decision. But uh, I think Gaethje won three, two of the two or three rounds, so yeah. it was a good fight, man. Yeah, Chandler first round, those low kicks were nasty, and he did some damage. Second round, Gaethje knocked him down, did damage. Third round, Gaethje. So great fight. Gaethje won. They won fight of the night. They deserved it. 
get these comments. Tristan says, uh, if Gaethje fight didn't go the distance, I would have had a huge night. Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of people felt like didn't think that was going to go the distance, man. Gaethje's career, Chandler's career has been uh, going to look uh, rough, but it's been a blast. Yeah, it's crazy. Like, I almost feel like Michael's, uh, you know, stock went up despite losing. Like, mm-hmm. it's kind of weird. Like, I feel like I, I, I like him even more now than I used to. It's crazy, right? Just the fact he was so durable because – I gotta be honest, guys. Like we didn't get KO'd, and I thought that that might happen again. He got when he got dropped in the second round. I thought it was over, cool. But he sprawled for that. He went for that takedown. Gaethje sprawled. He would. He could have. I think Gaethje could have could have got that anaconda choke if he if he attempted it, but didn't even bother attempting it. They just stood up and traded some more. Alex is in the chat. Hey, Alex, what's up, Marcus? Chandler's fight IQ during the last two minutes. Uh, round three was horrible. Walking uh, towards Gaethje, he was just exhausted. He could have won the fight, though. You're right. It was that close where like it came down to the first couple uh, the last couple minutes. It was super close, but I again, the scorecards were correct. Great fight. All right, let's go to the prelims here. Alex Perea defeats Andreas Michalides via second round flying knee knockout. First round was a struggle, though, guys. I mean, he got taken down. He got held down by a guy who's not very good. And then landed that flying knee 18 seconds in. Um, you know, I like the guy, but at age 34, Marcel, um, you know, with the with the grappling issues I saw here, I just don't know, like, how far he can go. Like, I feel like a guy like Andre Muniz, who's, like, top 15 at best, is a bad matchup. You know what I mean? And... Maybe he'll do well at middleweight because there's not a lot of like really big wrestlers. It's mostly strikers, so he could do well. But I just feel like they got to match him up correctly because you give him another guy with good wrestling like Muniz or something like that, I think he'll struggle. Give me your thoughts, guys. I'll start with you, Marcel. I mean, if the UFC is really stupid, they match him up with Andre Muniz. Now Andre Muniz needs an opponent in December. You know That's why I, mean? I mentioned him because I feel like it makes kind of sense, you know. Like <laughs> but, they're gonna fast track this guy. I think would it be smart? You know, Muniz is really good uh, on the ground, in my opinion. So, I mean, if Muniz gets him down, he won't get up. In my, that's what I think. You know, uh, Pereira, you guys. I mean, Mihalidis was. I don't want to talk shit about the dude, but he's probably one of the most unimpressive middleweights in the UFC. He's one-on-one, lost his first fight against Modestus Bukowskis, and, lost, and won a second fight against KB Bula, which was a horrible fight, you know? And yeah. he won that fight. And it was a lot of standing. And now he tried to take him down. And he he basically could control him. Wasn't really that good, you know? But he didn't really get him down. But, I mean, I, I didn't really feel... Everybody was like, oh my God, Pereira. And Joe Rogan, man, I think he just in his pants for five, for five minutes. I don't know what's up with that. But Pereira is an amazing guy. Don't get me wrong. He's a high-level striker, one of the poster boys of glory, one of the... He was double champ over there. I know he lost his title in his last fight, but he, he was amazing there. You know what I mean? But I, I have still have to see more of him in... Yeah. the ufc before i say like it's amazing you know but definitely you know if you win if your debut with a flying knee knockout i mean <laughs> not many people will say it wasn't good you know what i mean but but still i have to look at the whole at the complete package in my opinion so i have to see more before i can say like this guy can go places in the ufc i agree cole give me your thoughts on Peran, the, the just the fight itself i mean mclatus was i don't even think he could go a minute into that second round he that he was so gassed and like he didn't really do anything he just held him there it's not like he was like constantly wrestling or punching he just kind of yeah. held him there and i think they fast track him i think you yeah. even give him like uriah hall that's just going to strike with him and get him right into the top 10 if he wins he's yeah, it's old for middleweight like he's already old i oh. think the ufc is going to try to get him like two fights and get him right to the title shot and they're not going to get many wrestlers i think it's going to be strikers i want to say he's 34 he's older than all three of us like and me and marcel in our 30s you know cole like he's not a young guy but you know even though he doesn't has the five fights he's got to get going here because again when you're that 
watching your career at middleweight, he's going to start going. But I'm, I'm with you. I think Call would be a good fight. Probably a winnable fight, to be honest with you. But again, you know, I'm just worried if he fights a good grappler like Aminis. All right, let's go to the next fight. I think this surprised a lot of people. I'm not surprised Bobby Green won. I think I think I'll, oh, I I picked him. I, I know I did, but I think I think you did, Marcel. Cool. I think yeah. you were I went to. Um, I thought this fight was going to go the distance and be really close in the scorecards. It wasn't like that. It was a quick knockout. Bobby Green gets the first round knockout. His first knockout in seven years to the day, apparently, since the James Krauss uh, kick to the groin or stomach, whatever you want to call it. Um, Bobby Green needed this win. It's a huge win for this guy. And I think it kind of gets him a top 15 opponent, Marcel. What do you think, man? I, I thought it was a great performance. Yeah, it was an amazing performance. Unfortunately, we can't really call, count this fight on his win streak because on his on his win record because he didn't do the spray after his win, you know. <laughs> so I was really uh, I was really disappointed with that. But uh, no serious note. Yeah, he looked great, you know. Um, Al Iaquinta didn't look good at all. Two years didn't, didn't fall for two years, I think. Um, but yeah, we know Bobby Green. Bobby Green always comes to fight, you know. He has a great cardio as well. Uh, come forward. And I didn't expect him to stop Ayaquinta, to be honest, man. I think it was the, his last stoppage win since Fight for the Troops 3 or something for Bobby Green. And that's been years ago. So, um, and I, I even think Al Ayaquinta was never stopped with punches either. So, yeah, it was the first time he's been knocked out. That's crazy. Yeah, right? So, yeah. it wasn't an expected uh, win like this. But uh, yeah, well done by Bobby Green. What else can I say? You know? What do you think, Cole? Because I thought Bobby's boxing looked outstanding. But Ayaquinta's just keeping his chin in the air, walking forward, his chin. With his hands down, his chin up. What do you think, Cole? On both sides, Green and Iquinta. Oh, Iquinta looked terrible. <laughs> I thought I picked Iquinta because Bobby Green loses close decisions. You're in New York. I thought they were going to be a little home cooking for Al to get the like. I'm like, this fight's going the distance. I think it's going to be close. They're going to give this thing to Al. So I'm like, I'll pick Al. I <laughs> I can't believe this. Like, Al looked terrible. Like, it's like yeah. you never even knew how to like defend strikes at all like he looks like someone that literally didn't even really know how to fight fighting bobby green and he made bobby green look like this like like just a knockout artist the way he was fighting i'm like i think this is it for alec al has to hang him up now he's lost four or five you know he lost to five uh four of the five guys were, were top fighters when he fought them but you know two, now he's lost three straight and and he's getting he's getting dropped too it's fighting his hooker he got dropped in two cold so maybe the sign was there that his chain was going a little bit but it was just hard to see him getting finished like this but for green i i do think this is the kind of win he needed to get like a top 15 opponent you know so i think it's a good win for him man and, and again he's coming off a close loss to fiziev in a fight that i feel like the ufc almost thought he he may have won that not, not won it but you know enough to like push him in the rankings a little bit more let me get these comments when says uh, real lack of form came with the law gym recently, including uh, Bucky Elger. Well, uh, Marab's there, right? Marab is doing really well, but I'm, I think the other guys are struggling. I Quinton Miller, Jim Miller, is that Jim Miller? Um, they could do that fight. Jim's coming off a nice knockout too. It'd be interesting. Imagine Jim knocked out I Quinta. All right, so this fight, I'm going to start with you, uh, with you, Marcel, because you've been, you know, like me, fan of this guy for a long time. Chris Curtis knocks out Phil Haas, and this this fight really changed the whole uh, DraftKings call on on the weekend because. Cole, there was no, there was only the one upset with, um, well, I mean, technically this was the only upset actually. Uh, so if you had him, you could fit in all those expensive guys and you probably won good money. I didn't think Chris Curtis was going to win this fight. I thought Phil Haas would take him down and wrestle. He didn't. He still, he chose to stand trade and he looked great for that first two minutes and then just got caught with a huge punch and, or sorry, it's four minutes, excuse me, but gets caught with that huge, I think it was a left hook, I want to say, and just got rocked and then his body gave out. It was so weird and the referee stopped the fight. I'll start with you, Marcel. Give me your thoughts on what happened here, because it was kind of a weird ending to the fight. Like, pause was controlling, and then just gets dropped. What do you think? Yeah, man. I mean, uh, Hoss 
did look pretty well in the first round. You know, uh, he was winning. Uh, Curtis didn't could could let anything go, and out of nowhere, he 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 hits him, and the whole fight changes, and it was over like five six seconds after. You know, yeah, crazy. So, I mean. Uh, it's it's a good win as well for 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 Curtis since Haas was like three and zero in the UFC and yeah. on a seven fight win streak I think so yeah. I mean yeah it's it's pretty much like um, how do you say that uh, like the other two debuts on this card or who won you know they also had like a, a bad start pretty much and uh, they turned it around and uh, yeah I mean good for Curtis man very happy for him I think he should have been signed three years ago yeah. But um, he's now in the UFC. Let's see what he can do. And uh, you, you said he will, he will go back to welterweight. I think. I think it's the right choice to make, probably, man. I think so too. I mean, this is, again, when you talk about puncher's chance, this is the definition of it, guys. He was getting tooled and then punt. Well, lucky. I wouldn't say lucky punch. The guy's a skilled boxer, but he, mm -hmm. he landed a punch and changed the fight. So I'm like, I'm not saying it was a lucky punch, but that's puncher's chance because he was he was losing and he was a plus three hundred underdog. Cole, give me your thoughts on this. I was, I'm still kind of just amazed that Chris Curtis won this fight. What do you think, uh, Cole? Yeah, he was getting like destroyed. Like I thought, like if I went to the bathroom and someone said, "Oh, the fight ended in the first round," I'm like, "Oh, Haas knocked him out." Then, like it was Curtis had absolutely nothing those first like what two three minutes. Yeah, I don't know why Phil Haas doesn't wrestle though. Like he grew up a wrestler. Like Chris Curtis is a guy that's not a good wrestler. Like this is the fight you could just wrestle, make it boring, and just yeah. grind out a decision win. Like. I don't even when he got hurt to the body, like why does why do he keep standing? Like at least try to shoot or something. Like, yeah, that was just, weird. I don't really you know. know what to make Phil Hawes. Like he's been a guy who's been hyped up for so long, but he just gets chin checked so many times now. Like I don't really know how far you know because like if you're losing to Chris Curtis, like no offense, to Chris Curtis, who's like a really good fighter, but at this stage, his career, like he's nowhere near a top like. 30 middleweight in the UFC. That's crazy. It was just crazy, man. The sport's awesome. You know, for stuff like this to happen, it's awesome. Do you think, uh, Marcus, sorry, the last fight, I forgot this one, Marcus. Do you think Ray J will fight again? Maybe. I don't, I, is his contract over? Does he have any fights left, Cole? Maybe maybe he just wants to leave and go to Bellator or something. I don't know. Matt, or PFL. Matt, Matt says, how can you ever bet on Haas again? I can't. I, I don't think I could. His his chin looks really sketchy, man. Haas' chin got stung as Imavov Dawkins and finally got cracked by Curtis. Yep, it, it was crazy. All right, let's talk about the next fight here. Uh, speaking of the devil, Imavov defeats Shabazian via Sekram Tiko. Um, yeah, I really like Imavov, guys. I, I bet on all three of the fights this year he's been in the UFC, and, you know, he won two of them. Um, lost the Haas fight, close fight, but he beat Edmund, he beat Heinish, and I think this guy, now he's a top 15 fighter because he beat Edmund. This guy's kind of a dark horse in middleweight. He's just a really well-rounded guy, and he's kind of like, he's one of those guys who's just good at his meat and potatoes, and it's not flashy, but, man, he gets the job done, and this was a nasty stoppage. The crucifix position and the elbows just raining down. Edmund loses again by TKO. Cole, give me your thoughts on this fight because I know you were pretty shocked seeing Edmund lose by Nako once again. Yeah, I don't really – It's I don't even know what to make of Edmund. Like, I don't get how you can go from <laughs> knocking out Brad Tavares, who's like as durable as they come, to lose it like three straight and even like – I think the fall though is on the UFC. Like I get the bronze fight made sense. Like that was kind of the obvious next step. It's what the exact with Adesanya. He beat Tavares and he gets Derek Brunson. But after like just kind of getting exposed by Brunson, why would you give him another wrestler in Hermanson? The same thing happens. And then they give him like probably Imovov, I think could be even maybe better than Hermanson. Like a, a, in terms of like all around skill, like I think he's a better striker than Hermanson. 
I don't understand what they're doing with him. Like he's 23. Like I think after even the Brunson fight, they should have just gave him someone outside the rankings. Go knock this guy out and get some confidence back again. Yeah. What do you, What do you about you, um, uh, Marcel? Give me your thoughts. Yeah, man. I um, the thing with admin is like, I mean, his cardio. He got one round cardio, man. That's that's the thing with admin. That was problem many of his fights. But I kind of feel like that Imovov is further in his career somewhere you know i think he's more developed at this moment and i think he did very well you know uh, many people are hesitant on imafov because he lost that fight to phil haas you know but i think he's a great fighter and uh, got a good he's better than phil haas i would i would i would pick him in a rematch too i yeah. honestly would i'm sure you guys mm-hmm. would too eh? cole you pick him in a rematch eh? imafov yeah 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 i think he's very good you know so um i I wasn't surprised that he won but yeah i'm looking forward man to to what he has to offer to offer to the top of the division because he will definitely be ranked after tomorrow so um yeah let's see let's see what happens man i think it was a great performance i kind of feel like it was kind of maybe you guys disagree with me but this was a crucifix position shabazian wasn't coming out peterson should have could have stopped that five seconds earlier. yeah i think so too i think it could have been stopped a few seconds earlier i got these comments as well um see hawk says emovov or Saul. i think that's a good fight thoughts on brendan allen i didn't see what what did brendan say did you guys see that i didn't see what no. he said didn't see it matt says does ufc hate about no it's not that at all he's ranked 11 in the world you have to fight guys whoever gives he gives you if you rank if you're ranked you have to take fights i mean just that's how it goes and you're gonna have to take tough fights and again his last two points were top you know five guys basically lost now he gets a step down and still lost so oh, here i mean I, I would hope for him to, I, sorry just quickly I, I hope they give him someone like make a lady so you can style on just to get some confidence back would you guys would any, anything marcel yeah, what what brandon, brandon allen said with tagging admin in it okay i get it now it makes sense why you don't accept me accept the fight with me i don't blame you anymore LOL. <laughs> well there you go all right, let's go to the pre the early prelims, I should say. Ian Carey defeats Jordan Williams via knockout. You know, Williams again, he looked pretty good, man. The first couple of minutes, his boxing looked good, but again, that chin is just not good, especially at 170. Gets dropped. He's been finished by strikes three times, but again, the last fight he got choked out, he got dropped before that. So really could be four knockouts in this guy's record. He's only had like 15 fights. So really chinny guy, it looks like Ian Gary caught him with a great punch. Cole, give me your thoughts on this one. I know that you're a big fan of Gary. So what do you think of the knockout? Uh, I mean, I don't think he looked very good up until then, but like, even the way he was losing, I would still thought he was going to knock out Jordan Williams. Like I, that entire fight, I'm like, it's not a matter of if it's a matter of when he get that punch on Williams. Like, I don't know why Williams, because the thing is, he's only been a factory X for two fights. Like Mark Montana factory X for telling me he has to go down to welterweight. I don't know why they think that like he's diabetic like the weight is already tough on him and then his chin's just not there like fight a middleweight if you weigh in at 183 like at least you can take a shot better than what you can at welterweight where it seems like the first clean shot yeah drops him or knocks him out i'm 100 with you any thoughts on this one uh marcel um yeah good comeback win for ian gary but i gotta really say this i mean the dude acted like he was like the next big thing and i was like dude i saw you in cage warriors you're a great father great prospect but don't go too crazy now you yeah. know you fought one fight you were losing that fight and you so you were you landed one good punch which was a perfect punch you know and you you stopped him you know good for you but he was acting like he gave the world best performance out of there and went absolutely kind of crazy to me and 
I, I can't. I really don't feel that, man. Uh, you know, I mean, my, it's, it's kind. Of, I feel like it's kind of a European thing with some guys. You know, where they are like uh, trying to be very brash and not humble. Be a little bit more humble, dude. You know what I mean? Um, you you will get much more different, different, more difficult challenges in the UFC coming now. Uh, Jordan Williams, not known for the best chin, to be really honest. And um, yeah. I mean, uh, he didn't look great in that fight, but he got the win, so good for him. But I want to see him against a better, a better fighter than uh, Jordan Williams. So, yeah, I, I gotta be honest. Like, I like William or um, Gary. I mean, he's like good everywhere, basically. But the striking defense, guys, I told you that was an issue. It mm. really was an issue in this fight. He does the same thing that Dusko Todorovic does, where he puts his head back. Like, he doesn't. It's not side to side, Cole. It's back. You know, and that's just not. That's just not a good way to defend. And I feel like. Someone who's a good boxer with a long reach might be able to connect with this guy. So, I think he's good, but he's got to—he's got to really just, you know, he's got to—he's got to—he's got a lot to work on, guys. Before I start calling him like a future contender or anything like that, I do think he's good, though. He's a good prospect. Um, Glenn says, "Pray and Gary both look poor, but uh, got the comeback win." Commentators are calling future world champion. Same with Paddy Pimblett, cash cow hype. They got the job done, but you're right. All three of those guys faced a lot of adversity in their fights. That's for sure. Matt says, "Slow down on the Gary hype train." He's not enough. Not sure he's enough of an athlete to get to where he says he can go. He's good, but he's got special power, as we saw too in this fight. But again, the striking defense bothers me, guys. It just bothers me, you know. Um, CM Hawk, Gary versus the guy that won Damian. Uh, who is that? What's his name? Um, Josh Quinlan or something? Is that the guy? Yeah, Josh Quinlan. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Maybe I, I guess. I mean, I feel like they're gonna give him someone else. But it's I think you give theory. him like, like a Diego Lima, like another guy. That's sure, that's a fight that you just knock out. Yeah, I think that makes sense. He's saying Mickey Gall. I mean, you could do that fight. That would be an interesting fight, actually. It would be because Mickey just beat Jordan, so it makes sense. All right, let's talk about this fight, guys. Because for my money, this was the moment of the night. Chris Barnett, Huggy Bear, Beast Boy, knocks out John Vellante with a spinning wheel kick and punches. Absolutely fucking amazing. I, I mean, you gotta love this sport, right? Like the big fat guy connects on the spinning wheel kick, and just pretty much, you know, the first three fights were not very good. The crowd erupted, and after this, it, you know, he had six straight knockouts. So I feel like Chris Barnett really turned the night around, man. He was kind of the star of the night until, like, the main card. Ah, unbelievable performance, man. I kicked him to win. I, I didn't have the balls to actually put money on this guy, and I kind of wish I did now. But, man, what a knockout. Cole, give me your thoughts on, on Beast Boy getting that knockout, man. I had so many of my friends that don't even watch MMA text me. They're like, what the – they're like, I just saw this clip on Twitter. What the hell is this? And I'm like, this guy's hilarious. And then I'm like, did you see his celebration? They're like, no. So I had to send him the celebration. <laughs> I He gained so many fans. Yeah. Like, I've – like, he just the, the way – like, he doesn't even mean to be funny. Just the way he kind of talks and, like, his personality. Like, yep. I – do you see has to match him up with someone that he can – like, I feel like they're going to throw him down to someone that, like, they – like throw him to the wolves kind of thing. They just got to give him like a like a Harry Hunsucker or someone where he can knock out again. And it's just like <laughs> build up. Give him another highlight real knockout. I love it, Cole. That's such a good call. We do Harry Hunsucker, Chris Barnett. It was it was a phenomenal. Marcel, give me your thoughts on this fight because you know to be honest with you, Volante actually looked decent for the first round in a bit, but just gets caught with that spinning wheel kick. Man, give me your thoughts, Marcel. Yeah, I mean, um, I was like. He landed that spinning wheel kick. I was like, "Oh shit!" And then uh, the, those uh, those those punches like like going crazy, and I uh, he, he won. 
yeah, yeah, it was amazing, amazing moment. And then the 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 front flip and landing on his ass, you know, amazing. You know, I, I yeah. loved it. And uh, super humble in his uh, post yeah. interview uh, gave uh, John Villant all shine. Yeah, amazing man. I really loved it. I think everybody did. Yeah, it was awesome. It was a great story. Let me, I'm gonna ask you a question, Cole. What was with all the John Vellante steam this week? Because he went from being the underdog to being like, a, I wouldn't say a big fear, but he was the favorite at close. Who is betting John Vellante? I don't get it. Why would you want to bet on this guy? I'm not saying I'm the best better in the world. I'm not, but I knew better than put money on this dude. Are you kidding me? Cole, ever since stuff with Maurice Green, it was a couple fights ago where he basically quit, like where he was on top position and got submitted. I was like, this guy's got half, he got to throw out the door. He announced the week before the fight that he was going to retire, guys. Anytime someone says that, they very rarely win. I'll tell you that right now. I can't think of too many examples of the guys who say, I'm going to retire and then win. It's very rare. Um, I, I just love this performance. I love the post-fight interview. So humble. Man, what a great knockout. So deserving of the 50000 And I can't wait to watch the fight again. You know, Cole, you broke the fight, the meme fight between the heavyweights, Jay Collier and uh, Chase Sherman. I think the winner of that fight faces Chris Barnett next. That's, that's my pick. Or our boy Parker Porter. That'd be a good one, too. Actually, I think Porter probably... That'd be, that'd be a tough fight. Porter's got really good uh, cardio. Daniel says, I disagree. Blocky punch your face success, uh, stable defensive technique. No, 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 it's not. Um, let's go to CM Hawk says, Barnett went from, yeah, he went to 120,000 plus Instagram followers. Crazy. Good for him, man. He, he deserved it. Says the fight guy not to pick Barnett to win. Volante hasn't looked good in a long time, even the fights they won. It's true. He won like a couple like splits. Like they were very questionable. Marcus says, who, who stock do you think Rosen uh, – Rose topped uh, the most. I guess he's just asking who stock rose the most. Um, I don't know. I mean, that's it's a good question. I think I think Barnett definitely because guy was had he lost, he probably would have been cut. So I mean, now he goes to being like a, a fan of favorite. I think him. I also think Bobby Green really needed a knockout instead of winning decision. That was big for him. And I mean, just I guess uh, pretty much anyone in the main card. <laughs> to be honest, with you, that main card was insane. Any any thoughts, guys, to answer Marcus's question? Cole? Yeah, I think Barnett, Chris Curtis, too, because like that was kind yeah. of the first time a lot of people would have seen him. Yeah. Who dropped the most would be like Edmund, Al. Frankie. I, I don't know if Frankie's dropped a lot. I think people kind of Phil Hawes. Phil Hawes? Yeah, Phil Hawes, Edmund, Al would be the three that kind of dropped the most. Yeah, because I don't think like Wheelie or even Covington's stock really dropped. You know what I mean? Or Corey Tillow. Like, you got to, like, again, watch how the fights played out. Any thoughts, Marcel, quickly? Who stock rose and dropped the most? I kind of agree, man. But I also think uh, Billy Q's stock went actually up instead of down with that loss, you know, because it was a great fight. I, I saw everybody saying, like, Billy, Q, Billy Q's stock actually went up with that fight you know what i mean so i mean yeah yeah i agree with that i agree all right last couple of fights here um i mean we just we do it as a batch dustin jacoby defeats john allen except according to bloody elbow who scored it for john <laughs> allen which i really just don't see how but you know uh mel sick defeats bruno souza uh which is fine it was that was a honestly that fight wasn't very good it wasn't as good as i think a, a lot of us expected and then Odie osborne defeats for Gary be a decision, close fight, but he got the job done. Any thoughts on these first three fights? I'll start with you, Marcel, really quickly. Any, any thoughts on these first three? Yeah, not really, man. I think uh, Melsic won. I, I am three to three to zero. I think many had a two to one, so I think both were acceptable. I think CJ Vergara lost to Odie Osborne two to one, so that was also acceptable. And then the Jacoby fight. I think Jacoby won three to three to zero. So I, I don't know. 
Maybe yeah, 20 I, 28 I, I, I thought too. I'm surprised yeah. at how many people thought it was like a competitive fight. I'll be honest with you. Like, I didn't see a competitive fight there. Uh, Cole, how'd you score that one? I agree with Marcel. I had 3 0 Jacoby, 3 0 Melzik. I was pretty surprised that someone had it for John Allen. I gotta be honest with you. And then even the judges, I think two of them had a round form, which I was still surprised by. Anything else uh, as far as the Vergara fight? Anything you want to say about that? Uh, Osborne's not that good, eh? Like, I'm sorry, guys, but I don't think he's as good as some of us thought going into the UFC. Any thoughts on that quickly, Marcel? Or, uh, I expect yeah. more from Vergara, to be really honest, you know, but yeah. he, he didn't show in the first two rounds. and uh, yeah. Way too slow of a start. I agree. You know, that third round he poured it on, but where was it the first – Marcel, where was that the first 15, 10 minutes, you know? I don't know. Just, <laughs> I don't know. Um, anyways, anything else on this, on this card, guys? I mean, it was a great card. I personally loved it. It was one of those cards, Cole, where like I'm still thinking about it like a few days later. You know what I mean? Which I love. Um, and it was one of those cards where I had like a lot of like, like you call like, casual friends message me and stuff. So, last thoughts on UFC two sixty eight before we move on, guys. Any any thoughts? No, I'm good. Anything cool? Are we not Marcel? You're good. Okay, let's go to. Uh, we got. I got one comment here, I believe. Yeah, see, let's get Hawk's questions first. Barnett, Felipe, that, that fight makes sense too. Hawk, uh, he's saying uh, Boudet versus Bresky, the heavyweights for contenders. I haven't heard anything about them. Matt says, should more vets take late in order to paycheck fights? Feels like a smart. I agree, it was a smart move. Also, he came in underweight, so maybe he was training for a fight because, you know, he's he's a pretty big like heavyweight. He came in under the weight limit, which surprised me. Um, Mel 6 seems like a solid prospect. He's, he's good, but I, I would have liked to see a little bit more, although Susan's an interesting matchup. Osborne is a gatekeeper. He is. He's two and two down the UFC. He wins or loses every other fight. Glenn says uh, Rockhold strictly would have topped it off. Man, I'm so disappointed we didn't see that. But you know, had that happened, we wouldn't have got to see Barnett or um, uh, Curtis and Pause because they they needed that spot open on the card before they could move that on there. All right, let's go to. Uh, we only got ten minutes left here, anyways, guys. Let's talk about Bellator quickly. Bellator two seventy. Um, you know, these days it's tough for me to catch all the Bellator fighters just because I got a kid now. But I did catch the main event and the co-main event. And I'll say this, you know, Bellator does a better job of the entrance walkouts than the UFC. Oh. That's the one thing they do a better job of. I was fucking blown away by the entrance for Peter Queeley. Like everyone's sitting there singing zombie by the, by the, the cranberries, man. Like, are you kidding me? That was amazing. And I, I would love to see that happen. I understand that MSG is not going to happen, but like if the UFC does go to these smaller venues, I'd love to see like something like that happen. I know the zombies walked out to that song before, but man, this is a special moment here, obviously. Um, but he gets destroyed a second later, Peter Quilly. So Tricky Pimble gets the knockout after that amazing entrance. Just give me your thoughts on that fight, uh, Cole, and also the entrance. Yeah, him and Gallagher's entrance were like, yeah. Bellator, I think, I think it's fair to say they're way bigger in Europe than they are in North America. I don't think many people in North America really care about them, to be honest. Like, they could, I think they would do a lot better if they just focused on Europe. Like. Those Irish, like those when they go to England and Ireland, like those shows are massive for them. But I pick Quigley to win. I just, I don't know. Like it just didn't seem like a title fight. Like those two guys, no offense to them, should have been fighting for a lightweight title. Like Belter always says, like, oh, we're like the second best promotion or we're like catch up to the UFC. If Peter Quigley, Patricky Pipples, your lightweight title fight, like, I don't really think you have much to say because I don't even think those guys would be like top 10, top 15 in the UFC. Yeah, I agree. Anything, any thoughts on this one, Marcel? Yeah, I um, I kind of I kind of expected Patrick to win, but not this way, to be honest. Um, and 
Yeah, I kind of disagree with Coleman. It's also not really that big in Europe. Maybe in Europe, maybe in Ireland. I it's mean, pretty big in Ireland. It well, seems like it's pretty big. Yeah. yeah, but 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 they are always going crazy for the for the fighters. You know what I mean? So it's not like over here. Listen, man, we in the Netherlands we won the Bellator event because we have Musashi, we have Fonstinis, we have uh, Kilholtz. We all still got Manuf either as well. But so we want uh, a Bellator event over here. You know, we got Hoy and Bulight now as well now as well. But it's not still not as big as the UFC, in my opinion. Also, I don't think it will ever become as big as the UFC, to be really honest. Um, but no. yeah, they did very well, you know. They they, they really uh, play into the Ireland kind of uh, guys in in the Bellator, uh, made them main event, co-main event, actually made it a title fight, like Cole said, against Patricky uh Quigley. Um yeah, I mean, what we what we all saw, you know, also in the co-main event with the mix against um, Gallagher, that Gallagher has lots of holes in this game, you know, and he did he, he made it a competitive fight, you know, but I think Mix is a better fighter, although Gallagher kind of looked better on the feet, you know, but on the ground, Mix is just on another level, in my opinion. Yeah, I didn't get your thoughts on that one, Cole. Like, I thought that, you know, Gallagher's fought a dumb fight, to be honest with you. I mean, he was going for guillotine chokes on the guy who's a master at them and gets guillotine himself, so... I thought he just fought a really poor fight. I don't think James Carlos was in his corner, if I'm not mistaken. So I don't think he had his regular coaching, like the new coaching staff. No, James uh, was there. Oh, James was there. Okay, so he just had a bad performance, I guess. Yeah, this is what it is. Patrick makes is a good fighter. Also, he missed weight. So that's the thing. Like, you miss weight. So, like, you can't really talk shit when you miss weight. You know what I mean, Marcel? Like, you miss weight, just shut up, okay? Because you missed weight. Just kidding. Um, and then I, I, yeah, I didn't watch the prelims. I know that Pedro Corvalho won. Um, I didn't see that fight. That's kind of a surprise to me, though. I gotta be honest, because I think Vichel's really good, and we lost. So, camera or uh, Hawk saying his camera for air happening. I mean, Dana White was asked about it last week. I want to say he just said he didn't know. So I don't, I don't know either. Uh, Gillespie Armin finalized. Haven't, haven't heard Marcel. You heard anything about that? Gillespie Armin, no. no. That was was that supposed to happen in February, but Armin accepted on Gillespie. They haven't heard about him yet, so I don't know. All right, Glenn says Dublin special. Yeah, yeah. You know what? I'm looking at the gate. It was two and a half million dollars American. That's pretty good. I mean, UFC did nine point nine mil million US. Bellator did two point five. That's not bad for Bellator for a card like this that you know has what, what one star fighter on it, like two. Um, why is Connor the only guy from SPG to be in UFC? He's not. Johnny Walker's also at, in the UFC, and um, Patrick Hol Patrick, Patrick Holohan used to be Mac one number Connie. I think is there Nelson's still? there. Gunner was, I think Gunner's retired. Is Gunner retired? I don't know. No, Ashlyn Daly was there. Ashlyn Daly. Oh man, she wasn't very good. Uh, do you know if Ali, Dennis slapped Ali back? Yeah, the story's going around, eh? Like that uh, Ali slapped Dylan Dennis. That's pretty funny. Dylan's kind of a guy who talks a lot of, he's a keyboard warrior, right? Like he talks smack and doesn't fight. So um, last thing we're going to talk about here, guys, before we get out of here, because we got five minutes left. Uh, Contender Series, the last episode of the year. Talk about the contracts that they gave out and the ones they didn't. So just two contracts they were given out. Let's go through the fights really fast. Um, start with the first fight, Juan Puerto and Shifa Zhang. Absolutely terrible fight to watch. Awful fight. Stupid performance by Puerto. And he was he was surprised he didn't get signed. Even Dane White was like, what were you expecting? This is Dane White's contender series. You're supposed to put on a fun fight, exciting fight. It was basically two guys trading top position. It was an awful fight. Any thoughts on that quickly, Marcel and Cole? Any thoughts? first two rounds uh he just coasted in the third round Puerta, yeah. you know and that we we all knew and if he doesn't know he don't know the rules you know yeah. and i don't say you have to finish there in the third round but at least do something you know and he didn't yeah. do anything anymore in the third round so he fought a 10-minute fight cool 
Yeah, I'm not surprised. It was terrible to watch. It was awful. And the next fight here, this was also terrible to watch until it wasn't. When Jonas <laughs> Bill Arino, me and Marcel both picked him last week. He's an underdog. Knocked out Cannon Kawaii. Third round spinning wheel kick. Amazing knockout. Knockout of the year. It doesn't get signed, though. So controversial. Now, he's he's come out um, and he said that he believes Dana White's going to change his mind. He's going to sign him eventually or give him a strong contender series or, or LFA uh, and then get him in the UFC eventually. I, I, I feel like cooler heads will prevail, but I don't blame Dana for passing on because, man, it was such a shit fight until that knockout. So I literally had a tweet written up, Cole, saying this is the worst fight of the year. Dana White's good. I can't wait to hear what he says about these guys. And then he lands the knockout. I had to delete the tweet. So I didn't tweet it out. But, Cole, quickly, any thoughts on this one? And, and Marcel, both of you guys. Yeah, I said he wasn't going to get signed. And people were like, no, we have to get signed. Look at that knockout. I go, okay, it was a good knockout. The fight was terrible. It yeah. might have been worse than the first one. And the first one sucked. <laughs> it was so bad. Marcel? Yeah, it was a bad fight, but um, thing is, I I like Bellarino, man. I think he's a good fighter, you know. But <laughs> it wasn't just a good showing, and then he knocked him out out of nowhere. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I mean, you you can't you can't justify not signing him, in my opinion, based on the performance. But yeah, it was. I mean, it kind of sucks, you know, because his his knockout was great, but performance sucked. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, Erickson Fred Silva defeats Lung Kui. I gotta be honest, I thought that Kui won that fight, but it was super close. I think all three of the judges had different scorecards. It was that close. Um, Johan Lenas, let's talk about this guy, Marcel. Me and you both picked him as an underdog. Can you believe Cole? This guy was plus four hundred. I picked him Justin Burlington. You picked him too. How is he? How is he plus four hundred? I mean, I can see why he was the underdog because Burlington is the younger guy and everything. But the guy's good, and he's I think still undefeated, right? With eight and zero with six knockouts. Marcel or Cole, I gotta ask you first, man. We finally got someone to cheer for up here because it, it feels like it's been a while since we've had a good Canadian fighter to cheer for. What do you think of this guy, man? Yeah, he looks good. I think welterweight to obviously top division, but like he's pretty well rounded with a lot of knockout power. Yeah, I think his wrestling—that's something that's kind of a concern. Like I think he yeah. could get kind of exposed, but if he can knock people out, I think he can get. It seems like Dana really liked him. Like I wouldn't be surprised if they give him a pretty notable name off the hop. Yeah, I liked him too. What do you think, Marcel? It was fun, man. It was of course he, he did uh, he did knocked him out. So um, it was great. It was like like we said uh, on when was that on Tuesday? Like yeah. the odds are pretty crazy, you know. He was like a big underdog in the fight, and uh, yeah, we both picked him. Um, yeah, just a fun, just a fun addition, I think, to the UFC. And uh, I really look forward to see Linus. I think he came from CFFC, where he was champion over yeah, there. Yeah, that's what so, I'm saying. Yeah. Like that's a good organization. He was the champion with like a huge underdog. Doesn't really make sense. Mm -hmm. Um, last fight, Mahashati, biggest upset of the season, plus 500 underdog defeats the other Canadian, Achilles, Estra Madura. I mean, Achilles looked good in that first round, but Mahashati, he looked really good in this fight. This kid's 21 years old. I think he's going to have a good career in the UFC. I really do. Any thoughts, Cole, quickly on this guy? The guy has a chin. Like, he got yeah. tagged a couple times in the first round. Yeah, it's good. What do you think, um, Marcel? This guy—I've never seen a fight before. So uh, he looked good in the second and third round. Did you saw how quick Dana gave him a contract at 21 years of age? <laughs> Normally, it's like, yeah, you're kind of young. Uh, we let you go to LFA or to this first, <laughs> and then uh, we can get you back in three years. This dude is Chinese. He's 21 years old. He wins. Get him. You know that was they needed Dana to. Right they wanted yeah. him so bad. They were just—they—they they were. Literally, they tried all season to get a Chinese fighter to win. Yeah, the, the very last fight of the of the season. <laughs> <laughs> Our boy Johnny the Greek, he apparently bet on him at, to win the decision at plus a thousand. They were talking about that. So Johnny had a winning bet to end the season. I don't and also I gotta give a shout out to our boy Nick, who are obviously runs the website here. I thought Nick did a phenomenal job on, on the broadcast this week. Nick's natural camera. 
Anyways, that's it for this podcast, guys. Last questions here, and we'll get out of here. Sam Hawk, why is uh, Delta able to go England, not UFC? I've been asking myself that. They just, I guess, feel like more comfortable doing it. And uh, UFC, also, a lot of the fighters are from like Europe. Like the UFC, if they did that, they're going to have to just bring European based fighters too, which I think they could do. Dana wasn't a good move. No, he wasn't. Those first two fights pissed him off. Not often agree with Dana, but despite the finish, he deserves contract. Kind of agree with you guys. I think if he gets another window in LFA or something, I thought he'll get signed to the UFC. All right, let's get out of here, guys. Marcel, plug yourself. Let's get out of here, and then Cole, you can do yours. Go ahead, Marcel. Bear Marcel, 24, Twitter, Instagram, MMA, DNA, DNL, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook. Go ahead, Cole. Yeah, Cole, 91. Everything's on my Twitter. There you go. At Matter Martin Podcast, MAOddsBreaker.com. It's our YouTube, Spotify, iTunes, all those places. BJPan.com, MiamiNews.com. Be fancy, lead sports betting, and bookies. Peace, guys. Have a good day. We're back tomorrow at 4 p.m.